Hello there and welcome to the Psychology Report. Glad to have you with me today and uh, I want you to give some thought to this issue of employment. You know, we are facing now a time of considerable attention on the issue of employment. Our un unemployment rate has now dropped. It's decreased. It's not down there where we want it or it should be, but it certainly has decreased than what it was a year ago. And uh, we have a time in our life right now where graduation is being the focus of attention for so many young people as they now look at graduating and then moving on into a place of employment and uh, to, begin, to begin their careers. We have obviously a lot of young people and uh, middle-aged people and so on that are unemployed and uh, are frustrated in their employment and unsatisfied and just find it to be a very uh, uh, difficult time in their life. Workers' compensation is high, a lot of injuries on jobs. There's a lot of focus on uh, the whole issue of employment and the satisfaction level that employment is for an individual. You know, in the life of uh, young people, what we generally try to get the message to them is this. Find your calling. Do what you seem to have been born for. God has a purpose in your life. You have been born for a purpose. Find that purpose, fulfill that purpose, and you will be fulfilled as an individual. You will feel satisfied. You will feel joy. You will feel a sense of satisfaction, not only in your personal work and life, but in all your community life, all your social life, but certainly in your employment life. But you know, it has two-edged sword. It's a two-edged sword. It has two sides of the story that we just want to take a look at here for a moment. You know, when we talk about a job or a career or employment as a calling, that brings to mind just a lot of different kinds of employment, particularly nurses, police officers, firemen, pastors, missionaries, uh, ministers of all kinds, teachers, uh, and, and so on. You know, we, we have this kind of sense that there are these people that are called to a job or called to a profession, and if they go into that profession, they're going to be satisfied, they're going to be successful, they're going to be effective, but they're going to have that sense of fulfillment. And, you know, to many, that is certainly the case. But at the same time, one shouldn't overlook, you know, the electrician, the plumber, you know, the, the person who does uh, what we used to call blue-collar work of all kinds, office work of all kinds, God can call everybody to all levels of employment. Everybody can have a sense of, a sense of calling as they seek out their employment. It isn't just those in the human services. But you see, when you have this sense of calling, what tends to happen is that in your job, because you've been called to it, you give it your all. You enjoy it. You get satisfaction from it. You work with people who have a similar calling, who have a similar motivation. There's joy in it. There's satisfaction. There's the camaraderie. And there's a tendency to overwork. There's a tendency to work extra hours. There's a tendency to give that extra effort. There's a tendency to just work a little bit more and give a little bit more effort, a little bit more uh, energy, 
Uh, be a little bit more creative, give more time to it after work hours, plan, think, do other things after work that are in this area of career. <coughs> and what you'll find then is this whole sense of being uh, satisfied and being successful and being influential. Now, what's important to know is that when you have that kind of sense of calling, and you're going to work extra hard. There's that tendency then to give and give and give. And to do so even at your own peril. To not nourish yourself. To not take enough time off to restore yourself. And because of that, what happens is this. Burnout. Burnout is much more likely to occur among people who work in a job, have a career, have a profession, that they know is their calling in life. They give more. They give extra effort. They'll work extra hard. They'll do extra duty. They'll, they'll work way beyond what is expected of them. And what happens is they just work themselves to a frazzle. And oftentimes they don't get recognized. They don't get appreciation. They don't get approval. And then there's that sense of bitterness that develops and this burnout factor that, that develops. And before you know it, the person has left the job, left the career, and gone into something else. In a recent research study published in the um, Academy of Management Journal, they found that jobs, because of the intense passion that these kind of people have, and that moral purpose, are likely to experience burnout, possibly damaging their own health. And they're more likely to leave their job than workers who just work on a more practical basis and base their employment on practical matters, such as it's a good job, it's good hours, it's good income, it's near my house, I don't have to drive very far. Those kind of practical matters, you see. Those people kind of have that sense they fulfill their day, they work their day, and then they go home. They do their day, and then they go home. And they're not prone to that extra effort where they don't burn out, they don't get that extra demand on their life and put their life at stake, put their health at stake. They just work a low-key life, kind of a moderate lifestyle, and then have things beyond work that they enjoy. Where the person who works from a sense of passion and a sense of calling often wraps one thing into the other. Their work world is their social world. Their social world becomes their work world. Their, right, their recreational life becomes around their work world, around their career. And it's kind of all bound together, and they don't get away from it. And then they have this sense of burnout and this sense of dissatisfaction. See, when you have a sense of calling, you have a high expectation. You have a high expectation of yourself. You have a high expectation of other people. Your fellow workers, you expect a lot from them. And then they don't deliver. You get mad, and you get upset, and you get dissatisfied. Because not everybody has that same sense of calling and that same sense of demand on their life and uh, fulfillment uh, uh, need. So when we have that kind of sense that other people aren't carrying their end of the log and other people aren't doing what you're doing, then there's that burnout sense and that dissatisfaction sense that develops. See, managers in a job situation have to watch for this. This is a, this is a role of the manager. You know, if a manager has people working under him or her that work with a sense of calling, 
They need to be aware. They need to be alert to the possibility that that person has a calling, but is maybe burning themselves out in the exercise of that call, that job, that divine uh, calling that they feel. So managers need to caution them. Managers need to slow them down. Managers need to give them breaks. Managers need to give them a pep talk, but keep but be a voice of reality. A manager has to be a voice of reality to such people and let them work that way, but not to the excess. Put some boundaries on it. Put some controls on it. Caution them. Confront them. Talk to them. You see, managers can play a very important role. But if you're that kind of a person that it works with that sense of calling, you have to also take responsibility. You have to take responsibility that, you know, you might be working too much. And if you burn yourself out, then you're good for no one. See, if you overwork, then you have less energy, you have less drive, you have less motivation, you have less enthusiasm to go around. And you find yourself burning out and you find yourself dissatisfied and you find yourself leaving the job or taking more time off. And then you're really not much good for anybody. So you have to be careful if you're that kind of a person. It's right and proper to work and have a career to which you feel called. That's very biblical. And that's very normal. But at the same time, managers need to caution people who work that way. And you yourself need to caution yourself if that's the motivation under which you work. So be careful. Be careful. A sense of calling is right. A sense of calling is proper. A sense of calling is is uplifting, and it, it gives meaning, and it gives satisfaction, and it gives a sense of a purpose and a sense of fulfillment to an individual. But if you overwork and you burn out, then you lose all of that, and then the people you're serving, the purpose for which you're working, does not get fulfilled. So we have to be very careful in how we live our life as a worker do it work hard give it all give uh, a day's work for a day's pay certainly don't slough but at the same time be careful when you overdo it because at some point there's a price to be paid and you can't do that you shouldn't do that and the people you work for shouldn't suffer as a result of your extensive overwork and over effort and over demand on your own self and you're not taking care of yourself you're not taking the vacations you're not taking the breaks so you've always said that people who are in the professions that work for other people have a heavy demand on their life there's a draining effect that people have on you you need to take your breaks and i recommend four vacations a year whether it be a long weekend or a week four times a year or you spread out your time, whatever. even if you have to pay for some of your time yourself, take at least four breaks a year of about a week apart. I mean, about a week long, but maybe about a couple months apart from each other so that there is these rest periods that you have. And if you only have two weeks vacation, you have to take two more weeks on your own time. It's all right. Work it out. Because there's heavy demand. There's heavy, heavy pressure on you and you're not gonna make it if you don't have your breaks so make sure that you spread out your breaks use them wisely get your rest get your time away be more creative when you come back so this has been the psychology report and glad to be with me with the uh, report today and um, 
Again, I would just like to bring your attention to the Pompeii Foundation. The Pompeii Foundation works with children and adults with the Pompeii disease, P-O-M-P-E. And that is a disorder where the body does not convert into sugar, the glycogen. And uh, there's a lack of sugar, so they have to have a medication to fulfill that particular process in their body so that the lungs will grow and their mid-body will grow and their muscles will grow and strengthen. And uh, that medication is extremely expensive. And it's only available in certain places. And uh, the Pompeii Foundation uh, helps raise money for the medication to be available and to help these families that are uh, insufficiently funded to travel to a place where they can have that medication delivered. And it has to be administered on a weekly basis. So um, it's an expensive operation. And uh, Pompeii Foundation, look it up on the website, the Pompeii Foundation. It's in Fresno, California. And uh, send them a few bucks. They would appreciate a little bit of uh, encouragement. If you like to help these kids that are in trouble, these are some of the kids that are just, they're not going to make it unless they have that particular medication. And um, there's a lot of them around, but um, you got a little heart, like to be a little giver, like to do something good, send them some money. Look them up on their website, the Pompeii, P-O-M-P-E, Foundation. Okay, bye for now.